Hi guys, get your popcorn ready for part two of Gabriel Rangel is ready to go. So sit back and relax. Let's listen to Gabe again. Hi everybody, make sure you have your popcorn ready because we're ready for part two with Gabriel Rangel. How are you, Gabe? It's good to see you. Good to see you, Will. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Thanks for giving us this time again. Um, last time we spoke, we would, we just we just got to Sadie, so you have a lot more to talk about. I want to talk about your first Montgomery win. Well, uh, that was a very special and unexpected win, right? You know, like you can imagine, we're all terrier guys. It's our our dream just to be there with dogs, <laughs> you know, yeah. not even competing, right? Taking care of them and everything. So we we grew up uh, in this by taking care of the dogs first and go with handlers and stuff. So, you know, that was very special. But, uh, you know, like my first years in my own, uh, I always... Uh, yeah, got alone, and 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 it's a, a good friend of mine, R.C. Cruzzi, since he lived in California, worked for Cla for Woody, and uh, so we were always good. And then he went on to um, live with R.C. Williams, and he was helping him out with his dogs, and we get barbecues and stuff. So he and I got a long ways that way, not just dogs. So I like R.C. very much. And uh, I believe it was 1994. Um, we were, um, you know, showing, and uh, was um, uh, Harry O'Donoghue from Ireland, Judge yeah. Investing Show. And uh, in the end, we all went to see Investing Show, and I saw RC, and his dog looked beautiful. Like you can see, like. That dog is just standing up. And I keep, like, giving him the sign, you know, like, it looks good. And, you know, he's just showing his dog. And so I said, I see, you know, your dog looks pretty sharp, you know. And he's just saying thank you and stuff. I just trying to get him a little motivation going on. And uh, in the end, he made it in between the Smooth Fox Terrier of Amy Rutherford, um, uh, and uh, typecast. Yep. It was beautiful, smooth. I mean, one of the best ones I ever see. For sure. And, um, he had a great night in uh, in RC's dog. And uh, it was, I can remember, like, it was yesterday. But it was great. And uh, I was so happy to see RC win in Montgomery because I knew what he meant to him. And uh, so I was really happy for him. And... Um, then, uh, how little did I know, my client at that time that I worked privately for, Kathy Regis, she says, oh, Gabriel, look at, you know, RC, and that's great for him. And, you know, we'll just talk a little bit about what happened. And I said, wow, that's like, you know, really hard to do. There is people that have been in this for most of their lives, and they never won it. Well, exactly, so, yeah. So it really has to be a special moment, uh, not just as a handler. You know, you have to have uh, uh, everything right. You have to have the a, a great dog and a good 
owner that is always supporting you and and is with you and a great dog show and uh, and a good handler too. So I, everything has to come together. And uh, it's all about timing for sure. Like there's there's so yeah. many good dogs out there. And... Yeah. So so uh, that was nice. So how little did I know that I uh, next year will show up to Montgomery and. Um, I had this dog that the lady called me like a month before Montgomery. <laughs> she says, you know, I have this silly that, that uh, you know, my, my Airedale client, uh, Frank Stevens, um, show, um, he lives in Northern California. So he, he says, Gabriel, here's a beautiful silly here. This lady is asking me to contact you. So she's probably going to call you. So I said, okay, all right. So... But make a story short, you know, she contacts me. I said, bring the dog to Long Park. It's a show in uh, Southern California. So what yeah, so um, um, we got, um, <laughs> I got lost. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Wait, what was the last thing I said? Yeah, the Celium. Uh, yeah, oh, the lady with, yeah, it comes to Long Park. And he sees all this clipper body, like the, the cheeks and the ears and everything. And, you know, I used to work for Danny Sackers, and that was yeah. one of his uh, cup of D's, you know. Like, oh, yeah. I learned how to groom with Sealy's. So he told me all the nightmares about Sealy's. So I, I, I was very aware of what the job I was waiting for. So I told her, I said, you know, uh, we need to pull this flat work and we need to get them in shape. And so I said, I'll take it, but you know, we'll see how good it looks. So anyway, I work with him and Montgomery is right out, like coming right so fast. And um, so I get there and uh, go to Peter's and I was walking the dog outside in the yard and Andrew Green comes and he says, I think he's going to win best in show in Montgomery. He said, he's beautiful. I'm like, okay, sure. You know, you know, Andrew's always nice and make comments like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, <laughs> so, but at the time he was showing Eagle's Wings, the Airedale, which I, one of my favorites. Oh, mine too. Yeah, he was, he was great. And uh, anyway, so that's how we got there. Then how little did I know, uh, we go to Best in Show and... Uh, Andrew happened that lost the breed in the Airedales. And, uh, well, I was sad for him. And, um, but then he comes to me and says, oh, you got, you, you got to go, man. I, you, you, I have money on you. Like he was just giving me, you know, yeah, you know, good advice and stuff. But I mean, I, it's a dog that I really never show anything. Yeah. You know, it's had it like a couple of weeks. I think I showed it a week before and, Long Island shows. One the breed there every day, and that's about it. And whatever person that it was available to show, the assistants, they did. That year, I have uh, Susie Oliveri, Oliveira uh, and, and Amy Booth helping oh, me. Oh, okay. And a girl from Taiwan, and of course my wife Yvonne, and me. So we, we had that, you know, we... We're going to this Montgomery. So um, every time I showed him, either Susie or Yvonne or Amy, they'll say, you know, Gabriel, that dog looks so good with you. 
at the time also, I had a, a nice Australian terrier from Canada in um, uh, Jaralas Rock the Ring. And uh, I was showing him, but a plan was for Yvonne to show him the following year. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the reason I'm the dog. Yeah, explaining this is because we happened that we win and I won Sillies and, and Yvonne goes and, and wins Australian Terriers. So we are in the end and I kind of have a priority because it was my client, uh, you know, and has been with me and gave me many other dogs before. So um, I had no question who I was showing the group. And the dog was being placed second in Hadbro and third in Devon or something like that. So that was the dog that I was doing good with. And the other one, like I said, somebody else shows it. And uh, right before I go into the ring, I'm holding the Aussie, and and uh, Yvonne is holding the holding the silly. And uh, uh, Amy Booth comes in and says, Amy Rodriguez at the time, yeah, yeah. he says, Gabriel, you should show the silly. I said. I can't show the ceiling because my situation. And he says, no. And then Susie came and says, Gabriel, you should show that dog. He looks so good with you. And it was just like, right before we go in, it's like, you know, I can't, I got to do the right thing. But he said, and then I can't remember who said it, Amy or Susie, but he says, you know what? Yvonne is going to show the Aussie next year. So it makes sense that she shows him here, everybody's gonna see her. Right. And then he goes on for next year. So I said, well, that, that sounds really, you know, like I think that makes sense and mm -hmm. smart. So I said, okay, so I switched the last minute. The last minute. <laughs> yeah, last minute. So we go in and, you know, we start showing and, you know, it's getting all the sunset, you know, like, Beautiful, and it's a strip of, of um, sun in, in the side of the ring. So the judge is making the cut, uh, Paolo Dondina from Italy. Yep. And, uh, and he sent them around. And, you know, it's kind of start getting dark, so it's hard to see the dogs. So I saw a lady with a Westie take him around, and he went a little bit into the sun. And the dog looks so bright. I'm like, I'm going to move my dog right there. <laughs> so, you know, because, you know, it's getting dark. So anyway, so when it comes, I'm way against the fence. And uh, and when they say take him around, I just stood in the sun. I can barely fit. But I wanted, you know, it's not enough room for me and the dog. So I tried to get the dog in the sun. So he looked real. You can tell people clap. He was very nice. And the dog was a beautiful moving dog and stuff. So. Anyway, so to make a long story, I win best in show with this dog. <laughs> yeah. Everybody those days, they all just come all inside the ring. It was so wonderful. And I, I was just like, like, you can't believe it. You know, it's like, uh, you know how you've been all these years and it's like such a um, joy, you know, you don't even know what to do. So you get all these people, oh, everybody's happy, and uh, and the reporter comes and he says, 
well, this is a beautiful dog. You just won this, and the dog is look beautiful, and you know, whatever. They're gonna start telling me these things. And, and then he says, Well, how many vesting shows this dog had? I'm like, uh, no, no, doesn't have vesting shows yet. He says, He does it. No. Well, I said, <laughs> how many group ones? I said, uh, this is the first group. Oh, one. <laughs> so, you know, you know, things like this happen, you know, it's you know, you you um you just always try to do the right thing and things work out, right? So I was so happy for yeah. see the year before, genuinely happy. And uh, then he was so happy for me the next year. So who, who will know that we were going to go like that? You yeah, know? back to back like that, yeah. yeah. So that was very nice. And uh, um, then the guy from Italy sent me an invitation to go to the Tournament of Champions, or the Collar de Oro in Italy. It's a very fancy show, right? That invitation and all the best in show dogs go, their top dogs or whatever, you know, whatever. So he invited me there. So I had at the time a little thing with, uh, I couldn't travel internationally for some reason. I think I was doing with my papers or something. And uh, so my, the idea is that the people wanted to expect me to go there. And uh, so I had to send the dog and I can't go. So at the time I was I was sharing a kennel with J.R. Cantaro, you know, the shepherd guy. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so this is the first one where we started on my own. You know, I shared the kennel with him. We rented together. And uh, so Let's see what. Oh, so I'm I'm rooming the dog one of the nights, and I'm thinking what to do. And he comes and he says, "You want me to help you uh, drying him and stuff?" So he start drying him, and I look at him, and I see myself in the mirror, like, you know, he's a better looking guy, but he kind of looks like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> I said, maybe this, maybe I ask him to take him. So you know, <laughs> I, my first idea was kind of. Asperger. Yeah. I mean, I know, but then she's she's a blonde lady. It's not like me. You know what I mean? And I wanted to see there's something like it kind of maybe people think it's me, you know? Right, exactly. So I don't want to <laughs> change it. Which dog is this? So so anyway, um uh anyway, I asked uh uh JR and he took it. He went to reserve best in show or something like that. So that was very nice. And um, I think um, then uh, after that, um, Sergio, my friend, he was so happy for me. You know, he's always been like my godfather to the dogs. And and uh, he had a friend from Guatemala. His name was Gabriel Valdez or something like that. Gabriel something. I can't remember her last name. They had giant schnauzers. And uh, he called me and he says, you know, Gabriel, uh, Sergio told me you can help me with the, with my giant. And I said, uh, how can I help you with it? He said, well, you know, it's the national in Louisville. And he said, this time of the same weekend is the shows in Italy. So at the time I said, well, I can't do it because I'm got to go to take the city to Italy. So 
after I didn't end it going, I didn't never told this guy anything. I just forgot about it. So I came home and I said, well, I'll just go to Louisville, right? I forgot about the Giant National. So I get there and, and, he, and he walks around and he sees me and he's like, I thought you were not going to be here. I, I explained what happened. He says, oh, he says, you know, we, is it, I think you already shown one day. I went for the last three days. And he says, do you want to show it? I said, well, no, you already hired somebody, you know, just, just keep it like that. Oh, but, you know, I need you to, like, trim it and stuff. So you said you can make it look so good. I said, uh, I can help you with that, but I don't know. So anyway, he brings the dog, and, you know, he needs work. And apparently, Vicky Fillinger at the time, uh, sailor now, right? Yeah. Uh, she she was showing this dog, but it, it had a commitment to uh a previous uh, arrangement with a client of ours. So she couldn't show it. He couldn't show the dog. So so that's why they were asking me, right? So she comes to me and says, oh, Gabriel, I'm glad, you know, you can show it for him. It's a beautiful dog. He says, you know, but, you know, we all have other commitments. I said, well, no, don't worry, Miguel. I'll help you out. So I start working and working with him. You know, I just got obsessed with it and just make it look as good as I can. So then he comes to me and says, can you please show it? I said, you know, I don't even walk the dog before, but let me try and let me see. But anyway, I ended showing the dog. Ron Menneker is doing the national or regional, some big specialty. There were a bunch of giants. So I walk with the dog. And you can tell people is looking at the catalog, right? So anyway, long story short, he started moving things around. I end winning the national with his dog. <laughs> so the reason I'm saying that is because at the crowd, it was my dear client, Mickey and Linda Lowe, with the Sealy and the Giant and the all those dogs that I did a lot of winning with them. So uh, after that, they contacted Vicky Seiler, and Vicky recommended with me. So there's this guy calling me. He says, I have this dog um, that I bought from the famous kennel Scansons. I pay a lot of money for him, and I would like to for you to show it for me because I saw the dog that you show two days before. And I saw the <laughs> difference. I said, well, you know, to be fair, the handler they show it doesn't know how to groom. He was just helping him out. And the dog needed to be grown. So, well, whatever you did, I want my dog to have that change. So I said, okay, we got to, you know, arrange it. And he had this New Yorker voice, you know, kind of scary looking. I, so I have this picture of this guy in a circle, <laughs> like, you know, like a, almost like a gangster, right? <laughs> so, so, so I was kind of intimidated by that, but it seemed like he was very serious and wanted to do it. So, he sends me the dog, and the dog is not quite. It, it looks nice, but it looks like he's not uh, like he's not 
quite a hundred percent. I don't want to say like unhealthy, but you know, he needed a lot of condition. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, we need to have some time. Oh no, I want to take it to the San Antonio specialty. I said, no, no, <laughs> you can't take it to any specialty. If we're going to show it, we need to, you know, take it, the cold down and feed them good and exercise and make them good muscle tone. And then you, you know, start thinking about taking him somewhere. Anyway, so this guy says, okay, I'll do whatever. But he kind of insisted, but I said, no, 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 we can't do that. So to make a long story short, I think he will be, like, I kept the dog working on him like seven months. Like either, you know, the coat, the, the weight, everything. But the dog was looking really nice. And I really wanted to do a good job with this guy. And um, so he gets, uh, I get a phone call before Santa Barbara. And um, Peter is coming. So he says, Gabriel, uh, can I borrow a a van or something? I said, sure. So he comes and I have not that many dogs. And uh, I go with Susie Oliveira's mom's motorhome with her. And I said, well, you can take my van, just keep it. So, okay. So he gets there, we go. And I take the giant. I thought, well, you know, it's a good opportunity to get the dog, you know, exposed and walk him around and see, you know, practice with him a little bit. So we show all the dogs. We're tired in Santa Barbara. So at the end of the day, so I get the dog out and I start working on it and doing I was doing flat work on these cheeks. I mean, it was like crazy me. And it looked beautiful. But it had a little short coat, you know, it's just coming in coat. So Peter comes and says, what are you doing? Are you crazy? I said, what do you mean? Well, you need to just relax, go to dinner, rest. You have a lot of work to do. You're killing yourself. He was like mad at me, you know? And I said... Oh, but I have to do this. This is a very important client, new. And I don't care who it is, he says. You have to take care of yourself. You can't do that. So anyway, and then he sees the dog and he says, boy, that's a beautiful dog. And he starts getting into it. Let me see. You know, whatever. So the dog looked really nice. So then I call home, and Yvonne says, you know, that guy with the giant is really mad. He wants to take his dog back. I said, why? Well, he said it's been seven months. And you just keep saying that, that it's not in condition. That it's no time. I said, the guy, you know, like, he doesn't understand what's going on. I said, why explain it? I said, yeah, but you explain it because you know. But he doesn't know that it takes seven months to get a dog ready. And I said, he says, well, tell him that, um, that I'm not home. He says, I did. And he says... He wants to have the dog shipped to his house. And I, uh, okay, so when when call you, tell him, you just explain him. So then I, and then I talked to, to him, and he says, you know, I, I, uh, I, I don't want to wait anymore. This is crazy. You know, I need to show my dog. So I said, Mr. Lowe, uh, this is what is going on. He says, okay, well, it's a specialty in September in Westchester. I want my dog there. 
I said, well, the coat's a little, I don't care about the coat. I, said, I want my dog there. I said, okay, well, he can be shown, but it's just a little short in coat. So, oh, no, I, I want to see it. Anyway, so I get the dog, you know, he looked tight, but he looked beautiful. So I don't know these people. I've been dealing with them for, in the phone for six, seven months. So I bought him a nice fancy crate, wooden crate. And um, Susie was with me, Oliveri. And I said, uh, uh, Susie, we, we got to keep an eye on these people when they come. So we don't know who they are. So I get the dog and I start getting them ready. And uh, I mean, he looked beautiful, like a statue in a, in a crate, you know? And um, um, there, all of a sudden, I see people coming around and watching the dog and asking me about the dog. Then I see this beautiful lady with a big smile. And she's just smiling and looking at it. I said, well, she, she really likes the dog, you know, but I doesn't say anything. She just stands there. And um, then um, it starts smelling this cigar smell. And I don't smoke. And so the dog is like, you know, like sniffing. I'm like, this guy, you know. And then this, I see this guy with shorts and a golf shirt and a cap coming to us. And I almost tell him, hey, can you please move your cigar away, you know? Then when it started coming up, I saw him like, he's just staring at the dog and biting his cigar. So... I never thought that was Mr. Lowe, you know? <laughs> I was just thought, you know, this guy is just smoking in the dog. So I almost tell him to <laughs> get the hell out. Lost. <laughs> get lost. <laughs> and then Linda starts speaking. Mick, this is, look at him. And he, and then I realized this is a people. So they come and they look at the dog. Miss Mickey, it just looked at the dog everywhere, and it's just, it's not like his eyes were getting watery. And he said, oh, my God. He said, now I understand why you took so long. He says, I can't believe my, that's my dog. Like, he was, like, so happy. Yeah. And uh, we showed him. We got best opposite to Kimmy's bitch. But like I said, you know, I don't think he was quite in coat and stuff. So, but a lot of people liked him. Uh, we did some winning with him, you know. He wasn't the best show dog. Like, he was a little bit uh, not, you know. He, he really, it was okay showing. He was a beautiful dog, but didn't really want to show that dog. And, uh, but then it was just from then, the, the Mickey and Linda, they become like, my parents, you know, like they're such a wonderful people. And uh, I said to them, well, when is the next time I see you? I said, well, uh, I'm going to Arizona shows, but you live in New York. He says, oh, no, no, I have a house in Scottsdale. I'm going to move for the sun, for the winter. I'm like, okay. So I go with my van. What kind of car you have there? I said, I have a van with a bubble top, like most of the people at the time. So he goes there and uh, he sees my, sees me unload all this stuff and, and he's just looking at me. And then he comes and says, Gabriel, you have time. 
I, I need to show you something. I said, yeah, I want to show you this truck. You should get one like this. You know, Rick Plout had this beautiful blue truck. It was like brand new. It was like the most beautiful thing. And uh, it says, what do you think about that truck? I said, well, that's beautiful, but I can barely make my payments on what I'm doing right now. I'm just starting, right? Oh, no, no, no. I think, don't worry about that. I think you need a truck like that. Let's put it this way. I don't want my giant to travel in a van like that. I wanted to have, you know, I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure that's uh, how you feel, but <laughs> I don't have money to it. You know, I mean, I, I would love to, but someday I will. Anyway, so he started looking into it. I'm like getting nervous because, you know, I don't, I don't want him to, 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 you know, do that. Anyway, so he decided to build, build me a truck. And it's like, you know, I need you to tell me what you need. I said, Mickey, I can't afford it. I said, don't worry about it. We'll work something out. I said, no, but that's like hundreds of dollars, <laughs> a thousands of dollars. I said, no. Anyway, he builds this truck. And uh, by the time we show more dogs and become very dear, dear people to me and my family. And uh, so he says, I want you to come to my house, bring Alexander, which was like a couple of years old. And we get there, and he has this freaking beautiful green truck outside his driveway. So Linda, you know, always that beautiful smile, of course, she comes and he says, here. And he gives me these keys. And he says, Merry Christmas. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, Merry Christmas? He says, yeah, this is for you. I said, no, 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 I can't take that. I mean, that's too much. He said, no, that's for you. You deserve it. We saw you, how hard you work. I said, I'm not the only person who works that hard. There's a lot of people that do that. But that's how, like, they were, like, wonderful like that. So we make a deal that I said, no, I can't accept it because this is too much. You use too much generosity. This is not right. And I said, well, what do you want to do? So we agreed to... I think, I don't know, it was close to $80,000, the truck that then. And then I ended buying him like 40, you know, like I said, oh, I said, how much do you want to get me that? You pay, you tell me. So I got, you know, I didn't pay the 80,000, but, but every month I will give him a thousand dollars. And oh my God, if I was late one day, I will hear about it. <laughs> oh my God! He will be the most generous, generous, generous guy. But then, you know, he will fight you for ten dollars here or whatever. But he can give you three thousand dollars, <laughs> you know, or you know, hey, you, you, in your bill, you charge me this ten dollars. I this is group preparation. I already pay you. What are you talking about? So I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> ten dollars, right? Yeah, and then, and then he says, "Okay, but here, in my in my uh, notes, you went there in the group here, and that's like hundred and twenty dollars. You didn't charge me for it, so he will go over the bill and and charge himself whatever I didn't charge him, and he, you know, he will be paying more than what he gained. But that's the kind of guy he was, you know. He wanted me to do the right thing, 
And uh, <laughs> it's funny. No, it was wonderful. And, uh, you know, so they also helped me when the opportunity came to, to buy uh, my kennel. They, they, uh, they started the same thing. They started doing that. And um, so Linda says, I think we, we heard a couple of kennels that you can see. And I said, okay. So we look. I found one in, in Ontario. So she goes and looks. Beautiful place. But he goes out in the street. And where's Linda? I don't know. But we're, like, excited. So he comes out. And he says, you're not buying this place. I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> it is no places available. What do you mean? It's like, this is perfect. By the airport, everything. He says, I don't want my, my your children to be in the street. I saw just two big trucks running like crazy here. He says, I don't want that. So we're going to go somewhere else. Okay. So anyway, we came and we saw this, where is my house now? And they start talking about money with the guy. And I'm like, again, you know, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and the guy is like, well, well, but you know, he doesn't have a lot of credit, and and he gets mad at him. I say, what do you care about the credit? You keep talking about. He says, well, he needs to be approved by the bank. He says, I am the bank. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so, anyway, okay. So anyway, so he comes, he gets the down payment, and I pay him the same way, you know, every month. Yeah. And uh, so they they were like a a blessing from this guy to me. Wow. And everything was because I make time and I helped my friend with the giant and they saw a change on something. So, you know, it's always when somebody comes and wants to show you their dog or or they ask you to something, I think you better do it. Because yeah. you never know what's behind it. All right. You know, Who you're going to meet. Well, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. So, you know, you, you, so, so many wonderful things happen like that. Rick told me that a long time ago. He says, Gabriel, when everybody comes in and wants to show you something, he says, you do it because we were in Texas, in the Texas uh, circuit, when it was Texas circuit. And there's this guy with a Kerry Blue comes and wants to show it to me. Uh, and my wife, Sandy, at the time, He's just getting mad at me because I'm not making time for this guy. You know, he comes at the wrong time or before the group. So, so he says, Rick, you have to talk to this man. He's coming like three times. You know, you have to do it. Anyway, I'm getting upset with her because, you know, we are busy. But I talked to this guy. Well, you know, that dog was chances are. <laughs> And I said to myself, can you imagine if the guy got mad and just yeah, took it somewhere else? else? Yeah. <laughs> he said, you know, that's the best dog I ever saw. And it, it was so close for me to, to, to not having it in my life. Right. So anytime somebody asks you to look at the dog, you look at the dog and make time. Yeah. And, you, know, you never know. Us, yeah, get busy and stuff, but. And that was that. And uh, um, so, you know, I wanted to mention that because I thought that's, uh, no, that that's was a, a, 
Well, that's important because eh? that's a good lesson for everybody as well. Yeah. I want to know. Tell me how you how how it Sky started for you. Sky. Yeah. Um, that was um, kind of another funny story. Um, this lady from uh, Chicago. She lives in Chicago and calls me and says, uh, Gabriel, uh, this is Diana Ryan, and I have this puppy, Wirefox Terror, that I bought as a pet that I wanted. I wanted a ginger bitch. And the guy uh, that I bought it from, he raised the litter somewhere in Atlanta with another lady. And I was like bargaining for him, bargaining for him. So finally, he said, just give her whatever she wants. Just give her a ginger puppy. So they send her, you know, it takes on a couple of pictures. And so she says, well, I like that one, you know, just. But I want her to have her ears set correctly. And just, you know, they need to be glued. And, and, and I want you to help me with that. Everybody in Chicago told me, just call Gabriel. He'll help me. So I'm like, okay, well, the same, you know, don't make time, don't make time. And, 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 and it's just time goes by and she keeps calling me. And I said, um, Diane, you know, I, uh, I've been called by and I said, you know what? Um, I am sorry, but we're so busy. Oh, he says, you know, I, I know you're busy. I don't want to bother you. I said, but you know why you're leaving by uh, Redondo Beach or somewhere there? And, uh, and it is shows in Ventura, California. And I, uh, I'm going there. So why don't you just bring her there during the shows? Just come after in the evening. So it's after the groups and stuff. We don't have to show in the, you know, before noon. And, um, and I look at her there. It says, well, you know, I've been thinking. I really don't care. I just wanted to buy. I bought us a company. You know, for my for me, because I like the gingers. And uh, but if you think it's good enough, I know you're so busy. I figure if you're gonna work on the ears, might as well you wanna finish it or something. If you think you can finish it, I said, uh, okay. Well, I said you told me it's ginger. Yeah, I said, well, I'm thinking. <laughs> I can imagine how. You know, gingers always had these ugly heads and round, <laughs> uh, uh, like amber eyes. And I mean, I I saw a lot at once, and I never saw one that had a good head. So I I'm saying, no, 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 don't worry about it. I say you don't have to commit. I, I'll help you. And uh, so I'm thinking this just that. You know, I, I don't want it to say yes or whatever. You know, I didn't. Well, I had no interest in it. So it comes. And Yvonne says, Gabriel, there's a lady with a wire that wants to you to see. And I'm like, oh, okay. I forgot about it. So I see this lady with this wire, and he has this beautiful long head. And you don't think that's a ginger. You know, I've never seen one like that. So I looked at her like, who's this? He says, you know, it's, you know, I bought it, you know, for oh, this is her. I mean, let me see. I look, and it's just like, you know, beautiful. I'm like, you bought us a pet? He said, well, I mean, we never choose anything. Nobody choose anything. They just probably were annoying that I wanted a dog. This guy called and said, please give her something to this woman. So do you, you like her? I said, okay, hold on. So I got this 
uh, Aaron, Aaron Rosas, you know, the, with the boxers that used to work for me. I said, Aaron, come here. Put a lead on this dog and move it around here. So he moves it around, haps it around, and all of a sudden you'll see her, you know, moving. I'm like, she's not going anywhere. So I said to her, you know, um, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not just going to finish it. We're going to get it ready for Central States because they love this dog there. I mean, you know, all the wire people, and, and it's so unusual. It's going to be a, something very special. So I would like to take her there. Oh, my God, that's my club. Says, okay, so let's do it. So I got it ready, and um, uh, in the meantime, I was showing wires for Tori Steele. And, you know, I've been showing on and off her wires and uh, done very well. I had a, a champion dog at the time. And uh, so I, um, I had her, her, her wire champion, and then I wanted to take his one to Central States. So she, um, then Victor Malzoni, I've been showing for like four or five years with him. And he always says, Gabriel, you know, I, I want to be like, I want to be your number one client in a way, the way you can count on me. Not the one that tells you what to do or anything, but at least number two. So if you ever seen a dog that is like really good, please let me know. So uh, I was thinking, well, I had this dog and uh, I promised the doctor. But then another time I, you know, I said, um, I'm showing for Tori too. So I had to ask her too. So anyway, they both went on it. I took it to Center States. She won Best of Winners. And people think that she should have won. But, you know, it's okay. And then, I mean, it started kicking off. Then I, I still have to show a beautiful bitch I have from Tori, uh, Ira. Uh, her um, is still break, take. It break my heart to listen. And um, um, let me see. Yeah, it was a little bit before her. So she ended being top terrier. She won one of the days in Yukonuba, best in show. And uh, after that, we decided to start the sky. Then I Tori says, you know, you, you just concentrate on show, showing mine. And you can take Sky to the World Show in Paris. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So we decided to take it to Paris. So he's never really been anywhere for a couple of shows to, to um, um, so no more much experience, really. So we get to Paris. Uh, there's like more than 100 wives, something like a bunch of wives. So um, I start showing her in, in his big white mats. they cover in some trays underneath, like, uh, you know, the big buildings, they have things with metal on there, like plates. So I walked in it, and this thing moves like, boom. My God, she went down like, you know, just flat. And 
I got it to God to do it, but he barely, barely did it. So she won uh, um, uh, best opposite sex with Harry Donahue. But I almost, I mean, it was hard for him to, he said, and Harry said, you know, I really like your bitch, Gabriel, but I put it up in the classes and the, and the bitches because, just because she's so pretty, but, you know, she wasn't showing good for you. So I told him. And, um, and that was that. So then, you know, we were all upset about, you know, I hope he doesn't get ruined. It. You, know, you know, things yeah. like that will ruin a dog. So I get in everybody to do something. And then they're walking him around and playing with her. They're walking him in the rain in the night. And anyway, so the next day is a world show. And uh, she she just showed good enough. You know, she never really felt that it was uh, nothing wrong or anything. So um, Connie Clark was the judge. Give her best of breed at the world show. So we were like so excited about that. Then we went into the group and wins the group. And uh, then he started getting a little, you know, bunch of noise, you know, the world shows, they get all these things. So anyway, so we go in the end, we start moving there. She's a little bit funny, but she did. Any, anyway, so the judge is a, a judge from Paris. And it just looks at her like she doesn't know what to do with it. You can tell. So he gives the Akita best in show and he gives reserve best in show to her. There are like 35,000 dogs. And uh, I'm like, you know, this dog's not even show good. And, and people, you know, she had something about her. Sure. You know, it was very uh, attractive to, to people. And um, so that's the first, you know, I, my, my eyes opened when I, when I, you know, I just felt that I, I take it to ringside and my daughter was holding her. And I said, wait here, I'll get the number. So I come back, I can't, I, I don't know where she is. But there's so many people around the dog. And a lot of fox terror people, like Judy Avery's, all these famous breeders, and they're like looking at her. And I'm like, what happened? You know, and they're just like, they, I mean, you've never seen a dog like that, you know, because like I said, gingers were not so pretty. Right. And she just break that, I think. And and she had so much charisma. And, and this, you know, she was she was a very special. And um, then we uh, we just come home and uh, we started. And uh, actually, we were set up next to you. Remember? Yeah, I do. We were international. <laughs> yeah. So we were right you know, there. I remember that. <laughs> That's the first time we started showing her. And uh, uh, you know, all the top dogs were there and stuff. So she wins the group the first two days. And then Ed Vivian gives it Saturday the big show, best in show. And I'm like, you know, this is this is crazy. Then the next day she wins best in show again. So we we get it one week, and now she has four groups and two best in shows over the all the top dogs that they're campaigning, you know, for the year previous. So we're like, we just have to take it easy and make sure everything is good with her. Then we go to Louisville. And again, uh, Bill McFan just won the group with the Kerry Blue. 
in the garden. And uh, so I'm like, I said to Simon, eh, you know, I don't know. I said, you know, this is going to be tough because Frank really likes carries and, you know, he likes Bill, like how, you know, he's good with carries. So he just won the group at the garden. It's going to be tough. So I, I'm like, you know, this is going to be my breaking uh, moment. But we're just showing. So I go, and my surprise is, see, Frank gives it the group. And I mean, the garden was like a month before. So I'm like, this is, has to be something special. <laughs> I, I take a picture with Frank and I say, Frank, uh, uh, thank you so much. You know, I, I'm, I'm so glad you like her. He said, what's not to like her? She's gorgeous. I said, well, you know, not a lot of people, you know, like gingers and stuff. He says, I don't care if it's purple. He says, she is a stunning. And, and he just loved her, you know. So like that, it's just keep going. We finished the year. It was like number three old reeds. And then the following year, we started in Palm Springs and the big show that we have. You went here in Palm Springs? Yeah. 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 You know, it's a, it's a great show. It's beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. And uh, he won every day best in show. You know, that's the beginning. So he got like eight to 10,000 points right in one weekend. <laughs> and then we just start going and going. Got to the garden, got group two. And um, I mean, it just never stopped winning. It's just gone and gone and gone. And um, we were also proud of her. And the second time around when we went to the garden, uh, she, uh, uh, I remember um, the guy that was judging best in show the first time, it, it was um, a guy that really liked her. Like he showed, it was, uh, what is his name? I'm sorry. Uh, um, he'll come to me. Uh, Desi and, and him judge uh, her the first time I showed her locally. And uh, Desi gave her the breed, and he he gave her just, he put me up with a champion dog and he gave her a winner's bitch. And he says, you know, I really like your bitch. And I said, uh, well, he was doing best in show and was Mr. the first time, the first time I showed her. And he was like, I got second. And he's like, Gabriel, I was really hoping that you get there. But uh, just would love to see her there. But, you know, I, I, loved, I always loved her. So anyway, so the second time around is this lady from Canada, uh, you know, that I, I always liked her. And, and but she's, I never really seen her put terriers up. You know, I show a lot of dogs to her investing show. And I never, it's never been, maybe it just happened to be at the wrong time, but I never seen her put a terrier up. So uh, uh, we won the group with her. And Simon says, so what do you think? You think we have a shot or something or what do you think? I said, well, of course, you know, out of seven, you have a shot, but the only thing I know is that this lady, I never seen her put a terrier up, you know? And I said, I think, you know, she's a Doberman person. And, you know, Doberman people 
all about showing and perfect and ears yeah. and stack okay. and tail and behavior. And tears are a little wild and they move and stuff. So I think when you have a Doberman and he behaves not, not like that, it's almost like he's not doing good, you know? It's just the Doberman has to be good all the time because everybody else is. It's right. like a shepherd that doesn't move is not a shepherd, you know? You have to have it. I said, so she needs to be like showing perfect, but I don't know if she doesn't care for terriers or she just terriers are a little, you know, unsteady for her. I said, I'm just going to go and show her like crazy, but, you know, I, I don't like to be too fuzzy with it, but I think maybe give it a little show. So we went in there. And I can tell the way she touched her that she liked her. But I think she grew on her, mm -hmm. you know? Like, um, she's watching everything, and she can tell. And then she's, she was, like, looking at the dogs and then turn around and look at the other one. So I noticed that. that. But when it was my turn, I also noticed that she sent them around and make them stop free baiting in the middle. But there was so much bait before you did that, that I just saw every dog going and like dive down. Yeah. And I'm like, and she used to do that. So I'm like, I, I don't want to do that, you know? So instead of going like everybody else towards the, in front of her and stop, I went behind her, you know, this way, because I didn't want her to, Looser focus on, sure, on look at the ground. So I just went and I think I throw it off a little bit, but you know, never said anything. But I just said, I'm not gonna do it. So I went and I did my thing and stood there beautiful. And you can tell that she's growing on it. And uh, but you know, we're just hoping. In the end, um, she gave us best in show. And uh, in the interview, she says, the reporter asked her and said, so what do you think? Well, what do you put up this dog? And he said, well, he says, you know, they're all beautiful dogs. When you go there, you don't really know what's happening, who's going to show up. You know, if you've seen the dog or you haven't seen it. i never seen this dog. He says, every time I look, she was either archer in her neck Standing perfect, turning this way, looking at me <laughs> every time. He says, I, you know, it's just like I couldn't stop looking at her. And uh, I just fell in love with her. She just, that's what he said. So uh, that was so nice because, you know, with Sadie, it was so new to me. And so I was so grateful to show her. And, and for Miss DeMossers, you know, the wonderful people. It was the whole situation was perfect. And when I went with Sky, it was a little bit about my, I kind of create that problem, <laughs> you know? And um, uh, so I think she kind of like really, that dog really fight for that. And, and, and she just, you know, came through and, and, and it was all about her, you know? So I was very proud of that, that. but it's a little different from, from uh, 
from Sadie, but but you know, wonderful. So well, you weren't done there. You still had King after that. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, it's just like it just happens. You know, you never know. Yeah. You wanted a good dog, and you can't find one, and then all of a sudden, it's just things happen. Yeah. When we were in Paris, well, before Crofts that year. Uh, that was 2012, I think. Um, I went to Crafts, and uh, uh, Mr. Malsoni says, Gabriel, I really would like to have uh, buy two uh, wire bitches. And uh, if you see them, you know, can you buy them for me? And I said, of course, sure. So we went to Crafts. I started looking at dogs. And Warren, the, the boy, Bradley, that used to work for me, yeah. I went to visit him. And uh, he started showing me a couple of dogs, too. And then he's just picking up this dog and wants to put him in another crate. And I'm like, wait a minute, who's that? This dog is like the most beautiful. I mean, he had a beautiful, beautiful head, eyes and ears. And I didn't see the body. You just see the head. It was incredible. Yeah. I thought it was a dog. And he says, uh, you want to see her? Yeah, sure. Beautiful bitch. A little big. And uh, I said, who is this? Though? He said, well, it belongs to um, Ronnie de Monter in Belgium. I said, I said, I'm showing it for him. I said, well, you think he wants to sell it? He says, well, I don't know, but I think so. I think you can ask him. I'll ask him. Anyway, so we talked to him and and, and he says, we're going to take it to Paris. And I think he wants to breed her. And I said, okay. So I talked to, to Drani and I said, uh, uh, hey, listen, I already bought before the Lakey that I won best in Sean Montgomery, um, Aston. You know? that dog, yeah. Aston. Uh, and uh, and uh, uh, so, you know, I was, you know, good with him. So I said, look, uh, I like to buy this pitch for Mr. Malzoni, and um, and maybe one more. And he says, "Well, okay, he says, I can sell it to you, but uh, I want a breeder, and I'm planning to breed it in Paris. And uh, she will come in season for the World Show, and hopefully, isn't ready. And I can, I know the dog that I want a breeder with. And I said, okay. So we go." And uh, I saw Warren in Paris, and he got winner's bitch with her uh, under Connie Clark. And uh, I won the breed, and Sparky, the one on Nestor show, it was a beautiful dog from Sweden, he won best opposite. And, and I didn't know they wanted to breed it, uh, this bitch with that dog. So... Later on, they told me, you know, they're going to breed it to this dog. It was a beautiful dog. Uh, I, I, that's the first time I saw him, and he was, like, stunning. Like, <laughs> you know, you're lucky you won, too, you know. It's a beautiful dog. And the lady did such a beautiful job with him. And uh, those ones that you don't want to see that dog in the ring, you know what I mean? <laughs> when you show your dog, you don't want to see that dog in the ring with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so... So then the guy called me and said, you know, the bitch is pregnant. I brought it to Sparky. And I said, okay, well, uh, if you don't want to sell me the bitch right away, can I buy the puppy bitch? 
And he says, no, I want to keep the puppy ditch. He says, I, if I sell it, I want to. Anyway, so we make an arrangement of uh, buy the first dog, the, the number uh, pig dog, and uh, send me pictures, and that was King. So we got King. To, <laughs> so I said to Victor, I said, he looks good, but we're going to see him in, uh, in Crops. He wants to take it to Crops. So when I went to Crops, he was like 10 months old. And Simon and I went, and he was showing a Welsh bitch. And I think I showed him the Lakey, probably, the Aston dog. And uh, so I looked at him, and, uh, you know, it just remind me so much of the mother and everything. And, and I said, you know, that dog is really nice. So Simon says, how old is he? You know what he's talking about? And then he got a little conflict warning. He was showing it to other dogs. And, and uh, he, um, he asked me, can you fi- help me fixing him up? Like, you know, chuck him a little bit, put a you know, little daffy or something. And, and we did that, you know. It's kind of funny that I remember I see Simon working on him and I'm working on him. And in the end, we were, we were working on him, you know, together. So uh, I called Mr. Malsoni and I said, Victor, uh, I'm, I don't think we have the, the bitch, but I'll send you a picture of this. See, what do you think? So I sent him a picture. He calls me back and says, Gabriel, this dog is beautiful. He loved it. And I said, please buy it. Do something. I said, okay, I'll do so he loved it, you know, he 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 really did. And uh, we just keep it like that. And I said, you know, we have Sky, all the things with Sky coming, and we don't need to 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 take him home. So uh, with Victor and I we were talking, and he decided, well, what do you want to, what do you think is the best? I said, well, maybe, maybe they, he can stay here and be shown here. Why can Troy? Yeah. And he says, okay, that, that sounds good. So they will agree and, and make this plan for him. So he stood there and he did so good. You know, he won like 30 something best in shows there, which is a lot. And uh, all over Europe and terrier shows, specialties. I think he's the only wire in the history of, of the big specialty there in England that's won it three times. There is no other wire that's ever won it. More than twice. So, so eh, nobody knew it was ours, but you know, I just didn't want to, um, um, you know, take away from anybody by saying, you know, with the sky and this dog and anything. So we just kept it like that. And um, go to a dog show, and Peter and Bad went to to judge in England, and uh, so he says to me, Gabriel. You should see this wire dog that Warren has. <laughs> he is gorgeous. He says, he reminds me of Dominator. That's what he said. He said, no, like that. And uh, no Dominator, uh, spot on. And then Peter says, Gabriel, that dog is beautiful, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I didn't want to say anything, you know, because it was their deal. They, yeah. they, they told me. And, uh, and, and, and Peter said, oh, no, he's this, he's that. And Ben says, I, I'm the one that saw him first. He said, you didn't see him. I saw him. You know, I put it up. You know, they were like getting like that. So I thought it was cute. 
And um, anyway, so he says, well, everybody says, Jimmy, you can. You should try to get that dog. Well, we already had the dog. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we did that. So we waited until it was the, kind of the right time. And uh, unfortunately, you know, it was a little, you know, late in his career. But uh, he still was, you know, looking beautiful and everything. But... Uh, we started a little late. I would have liked to start him when he was three or four, but, you know. Anyway, so uh, we start uh, getting him ready. And, uh, um, you know, he had a lot of bad habits. And uh, um, we just, like, we couldn't get him to walk right. It's like going that direction, looking in that way. And I'm like, my God, I don't know. You know, they said you can you can't teach an old dog new tricks, right? So I'm just at the same, you know, whatever we need to do, we just need to be consistent and everything. So you put him next to other dogs, he'll drool and lick the bars and oh my God. So Simon literally sometimes he had to stay next to it with a chair and just watch it, you know, and don't let him do that. It actually become, he used to, like, he was, like, not used to anything. So he become, like, the cleanest dog, set up perfectly, you know. You know, Simon did her, his part of, uh, you know, make sure everything was right. And, uh, and, and I, you know, did mine and trim him and, and you know, we worked together with him and, uh, um it just start clicking and start doing well and little by little. And uh, it, it becomes like um, a little bit of a, uh, what's a little bit of a not fun time because I think a lot of people were calling Victor and telling him that what was going on with the dog and why is not Gabriel showing it and, He's always been really nice to me and trust me and everything. But he got a little curious and it's like, you know, why, why we're not showing this dog more? And why, you know, I mean, there's so many things going on with the dog that that is the wrong thing and is this. And he's thinking something else that people telling him. And and he basically says, you know, if, if you really don't think uh, it's, it's okay to do, you know, you don't have to do it. You know, I mean, I'll, we just don't do it. We don't show. So I knew he he's he's um, he's a little confused with the whole thing, right? And I just called him and I said, "Look, Victor, I love King. I wanted to show it. I cannot wait to show it. But this is what's happening, and that I'm doing it not because it's something wrong or anything. It's just the way I want to do it." So I want to do it, and do not worry about it. Oh, Gabriel, you know, she's had apologizes. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't question you. I trust you. And I said, no, no, it's, we don't need to do anything. We just need to, I said, there is two things here. You and I together, and you cannot listen to anybody. It's only me and you. And that's our deal. If it's a good thing, it's all our good deal. And if it is a bad thing, it's our problem. There's nobody else's problem. So, no, Gabriel, you know, you, I trust you 100%. I said, okay, you know, that's it. You just don't, 
you know, don't listen to people. And we'll do it. And then we just start going on and we start doing better. The dogs start being more consistent, you know. And uh, in the end, you know, he he did. Uh, <laughs> he started showing good. It was Beverly Hills Dog Show, and um, I won the group there. And best in show was um, Jim Reynolds. That is one of my very favorite judges. I mean, I love Jim Reynolds, and um, and uh, whatever he does is okay with me. You know, it put me, you know, when I think this or that, if I think I win, I, I should win, and he didn't put me up, I, I take another look. I said, I I better check, you know. I I, I don't argue or, 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 you know, I take it. And uh, so he's judging. I have no idea anything. And uh, he liked the sky. You know, he, he put sky up by, like, Three best in shows he gave him. And um, so I just figure, you know, I just want him to show good. So we show him, and he just puts in a show. You know, I put on the table. He never really does that. And he's just standing looking. And, you know, uh, Mr. Reynolds always liked to look at the expression of the dog. You know, very important to look. They're looking at him and stuff. I learned that the hard way with him, you know. So, so I got um, uh, this, and I said, you know, I just don't want to bait him that much. So when he comes, he'll just look at him, you know. So I did that, you know. So he comes and start looking, and the dog is just staring at him, like he will not stop, you know, just looking at him. And my individual, the same. It's just going down and back. I kind of, I didn't do anything. And he's just like, you know, he goes down, bends over, and basically the dog stands perfect for him. I mean, he just looks like he's inside, you know, like his, his expression. So his ears way up and beautiful. So <laughs> he wins best in show. And that was like a blessing, you know, like it was just a perfect win yeah. to just get him more solid. And since then on, he just, uh, he went to best in shows back to back there. And then he keeps doing better and better. So it, 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 I, Simon, you know, is always ahead, you know. It's like, so I wonder who's going to judge in the garden. I wanted this. And, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know. We just have to wait. So the judges come out. And, and, and the lady was doing the Terry group, Miss Erickson. She liked them. And uh, I showed him once to her, and he really liked her, liked him. And, uh, and then um, uh, Peter was doing best in show. And the breed was, I, I, when he was reading it to me, he says, do you, do you know who's doing better breed? I said, who? I'm like, it's going to be like a bad deal, you know? Somebody that likes other wires or something. This is Jim Reynolds. I'm, oh. like, I'm like, I said, you know what? Everything is good, but we never, I mean, we have a lot of shows coming up and Jim Reynolds was judging me around here. I'm like, I had like maybe 15 dogs or something. And it was got 
it was a blast that it was so hot, I canceled the show. But I did not want to show King to him again. And uh, we avoided him for the whole time, like a year. We just never went anywhere when he was there. Because when the dog show was over in Beverly Hills, he looked at him and Yvonne came and said, you know, he was happy, give me a hug, and, and he thanked him and stuff. And he turned around and he said to me, now that is a wild fox story. So that's the last thing he ever said to me. I'm like, I mean, there's a guy this loved this guy and cheated some, and now he's making a point. He said, now that one is a real wild fox story. And I figure, boy, that's, that's beautiful, you know? Who's gonna say that? So we didn't show up and hold them and we're just hoping that everything stays together. And I said, uh, you know, we need to win that bridge. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I mean, uh, this lady likes them, still have to do it because she loves also that Amstaff from Washington. Yeah. And other dogs. And who knows who's going to be there, you know? And, 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 and we knew that Peter loved terriers and he loved him because he told me before when, like, I saw you, yeah. like, told the band and he were talking. And he also gave them the Terrier show in England, the big Terrier show. So, and we know that he loves wires and he loved the dog. And, and, and I just think definitely, you know, I would like to be there, you know? Yeah. And um, so, so um, I said, let's just, when, when the breed came, we were all so nervous, you know? I mean, I wasn't really nervous, but I was really like too much going on. So uh, Mr. Reynolds gives us a breed and I feel like I lost like 20 pounds, you know? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and he says, you feel a little uptight. <laughs> I said, I don't. I said, I'm okay now. And and uh, and I said, well, yeah, you know, I like the dog. I said, well, I know you like the dog, but still, you have to make it happen. You know, yeah, you know, something can be wrong. You can be doing something wrong. You can not feel good. You can get sick. Who knows? So um, then the lady in the group, you know, it's just like is looking at him and the AM staff, and that's you know, that's what I always thought was a competition. That out of what I know she liked. And uh, the same thing with her. Uh, I never showed him the dog again, you know, after that group that he gave me. And um, so we won the group and uh, then we got to Peter and, and uh, Peter confirmed that he still liked him and, you know, he didn't have to put it up, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh my God, that was, that was like, a dream come true for anybody that it's like you, you know, like your mentor, your idol, your uh, people that you admire, you have that opportunity. I mean, you know, everything is like that, but you still have to have the dog, the, everything has to be right. Like you say, yeah. timing is everything, you know? So, so that was, and again, different, because different circumstances. But, um, you know, I, I don't even know how I got into that position, but it's incredible, really. I mean, 
I was so, so um, emotional and happy. And, you know, what I want to say is really, I think mentors and respect and loyalty, that you have to have that. You know, you had to stick with something. You had to believe in something and care about your dog. And um, I think, um, you know, that's all you can do, you know. And then things happen for you, you know. Like Rick said to me one time, um, kid, you take care of the dogs and they'll take care of you and take you everywhere in the world. And I never, you know, I didn't get that when he told me, but then later on, I, I knew what he meant, you know? Yeah. So. That's an incredible game. Yeah. You've answered, you've answered all my questions without me asking them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I remember after, after King Win Best and Show, I sent you a message. Yes. Congratulating you. And, and, and it was, it was amazing. Just for someone who's been through all the winning you've been through, it was, you were so humble about it. And it was, it was, it was like a culmination of everything you've done. It was it was amazing. It was a it was a great win. I was glad I was there to watch it. So yeah, no, it's um, you know you can't even describe it. You know yeah. you, you had to you know it's it's it's, it's it's wonderful. But like I said, you know it's it's very important to 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 have something to look up in somebody is. Uh, you had to give him a report to somebody, really, you know, yeah. like somebody yeah. to talk, somebody that cares. And, yeah. and uh, you know, that's that's wonderful. And, you know, it's... All right, Gabe, that, that's great. But I have one last question for you before I let you go. If you were to meet the 20-year-old Gabriel on the street, is there any advice you'd give him now? Um, you know, um, um. I, I consider myself, uh, um, I don't really rem remember being like regretting something or anything like that, but I always thought that I always give a lot of time, all my time to the dogs and the people and the clients and everything. And I never really thought about myself. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, and being a handler is so hard and so much work and so many responsibilities. So I will say, save your time, you know, that way. And, you know, look after yourself more and um, try to just balance more your, your uh, because it's a lot of work. And I mean, nobody tells you how much work it is when you want to be a handler. You just, <laughs> exactly. just eager and want to do, and you think it's dog shows and showing. But what's behind all of that, like you know, is a lot of hard work, and, yeah. and nobody tells you that, you know. And when you're so, younger, you don't notice it as much, you know, like as you're no, you you just, so much energy. Yeah, <laughs> you just, nothing. You don't even think about it. No, and that's the no. problem. So who needs sleep? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> And, you know, embrace people around you more. And, you know, there's wonderful people that you meet all over the world. Yeah. That uh, you always, you know, they're not here anymore. And I wish I would have done this or that. But, you know, so if somebody needs something and, 
you just embrace people, help them be humble, you know, enjoy the ride because, you know, you know, you, your body doesn't last forever. Oh, so exactly. you need to take care of it. And you're right about enjoying the ride because sometimes you, you're so pumped up getting on the ride that once something happens, you don't get a chance to sit back and enjoy it. But yeah, you're so yeah, pumped know, up about like, doing it. Exactly. Yeah. So I think just manage, you know, better than a little bit better balance. And remember that it's very important. You have to take care of, make time for yourself. You yeah. know, do right. something for you. I so. agree. So what are you up to next? When's your next show? Uh, we're going to some shows in Northern California, Napa. Oh, good. It's a wonderful, you know, show and it's kind of quiet, pretty cool. And uh, I'd love to go there. You know, it's, it's very nice. So that's where we're going. And then we're going to start going to all the shows in Arizona and, you know, the end of the year. Mm -hmm. So. Excellent. All right. Well, I see you in Florida. I'm not going to go to Florida. Not going this year? Uh, okay. No, you know, uh, uh, just uh, I think most of my dogs are kind of new and uh, nothing is really going to change where they are or anything. Mm -hmm. So um, I just, you know, just take it easy and get ready for the new year and uh, start, you know. I, I, I love to focus into what's coming up, yeah. you know. Like I have some new dogs that I'm really excited about and and I just want to get on them and start, you know, yeah. working with them more and keep them in, in, uh, in a good schedule of, of training and stuff. So, uh, you know, you go to Florida and it's, it takes like a month to recoup after that. Yeah, and going with the dogs and oh my God. So it, it not really necessary this time, so. Yeah, well, that was great, Gabe. I, I appreciate your time and everything. I'm glad we could do this. So, yeah, what a great story you have. And it's not <laughs> over yet. <laughs> well, let's see. But, um, you know, I, I met so many wonderful people and, you know, been so fortunate with all my clients. They've been with me since I start, you know. That says uh, something in itself. It really does. Yeah, is uh, you know, uh, my schnauzer lady Vera Potter, Peter and GLC. They're like been breeding Welsh stairs with them for twenty something years. And um, Frank, my other client, they all like you know. Fortunately, they passed away, and uh, but they never left. They're loyal and great to me, and I wanted to take this opportunity to thank him very much for supporting me yeah and it's it, it's it says a lot that they've that you guys have been together this long all of your clients because it's it doesn't it's not a normal thing in this sport so but again yeah. i, I want to thanks thank you gabe for giving me your time i really appreciate it, it was a wonderful two-part <laughs> <laughs> uh, i won't keep any longer gabe i appreciate it all right thank you well that was wonderful thank all you right, for gabe. <laughs> you take care. Give my love to everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Gabe. That was fabulous again. It was good to catch up with you. Uh, if, you want, if you like what you're seeing here, make sure you press the like, share, and subscribe. Don't forget, if you want to find out what's happening in Will's world, go to willalexander.net. Or if you want to get a hold of me, go to dogshowtips at gmail.com. And don't forget about the dog show drive every Thursday on
Sketcher, all those podcast providers. <laughs> Talk to you soon, guys. Bye-bye.